and welcome to the next installment of the Daisy Spotlight. This week we are shining the spotlight on one of my all-time favorite Daisy content creators, The Running Man. Paul, how are you today, mate? Well, more than anything else, I'm impressed by all of a sudden how professional you sound. You know, about five seconds ago, you didn't sound like you do now. What's going on? <laughs> got, to, got to put the game face on, mate. Got to get the game face on. <laughs> it so. seems that way. Yeah, well. It's your telephone voice coming out, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, good, my I'm name is good. Alfred and I come from India. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm good. I've, I've just logged into Daisy Underground EU on a, on a new spawn. So while, while we're talking, I'm playing Daisy because that's kind of what I do. I can't help Socks it. Socks off, mate. <laughs> I think you were saying you can't not do um, talk and do something else at the same time. So yeah, it was yeah. either this or masturbate. Yeah, well, that's right. I, being a streamer does make you have a very, very low attention span, it turns out. So, yeah, I, I figured, <laughs> right. And it's, obviously, you're a very charismatic dude, boy, you know, right? It's nothing. It's, 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 it's not you. It's me. You know, that, that's I'm meant thing. to be sucking up to you, mate, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's get to know a little bit more about the basics about you, buddy. So how old are you, Paul? How old am I? I? I believe I'm 37 forever. I think that's the line from Twitter. I'm 39. I'm 39. 39. I don't sound it though, so it's okay. The big 4-0 next year, mate. Or is it this year? This year. This year. I, I. What is it? The 27th of June, so less than a month. 21st of July. Wow. And family, yeah, I, know, I know you've got a couple of little ones and a new missus. Yeah, I've got uh, an eight-year-old called Sophie and a five-year-old called Maggie who sometimes say goodnight to the stream and maybe uh, the five-year-old tries to be a little bit funny with it too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I've got two kids, an ex-wife, and the, my, the, the sort of love of my life, which is really lucky, I, I kind of never quite got it on like 15, 16 years ago. And about six months after I kind of started divorce proceedings and I was split up and things, yeah, got together with... Somebody that I never thought of. the unrequited one that got away, you know, yeah, uh, was kind of lucky for me. Almost a bit of a fairy tale come true for you, mate. Well, it it was, yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. That's really, really good to hear. And newly engaged as well. I um, understand. Yeah, well, less than a week, less than a week. On Sunday last week, on our anniversary, our year anniversary, we uh, we got engaged. That was a very smart um, decision, um, as you said, mate, to propose <laughs> on the day of um, the day he's met. So it's it keeps yeah. all those anniversaries together. Well, you can only forget one that way, you know. No, you, you can't get in trouble twice a day. year. Well, that would be good. It would be good if we could do that, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm the skin man's now, though. It turns out engagement rings are quite expensive, but there we are. They are. <laughs> what, do they, what do they say? It's 30% of your annual salary you need to spend on an engagement ring? Yeah, I, I don't think uh, most of the jewels around my way accept bits, though. That's the trouble, so. <laughs> That's good. Didn't even think of it like that. Okay. Now, job-wise, I know what you do, but um, one of the questions we had from a viewer as well was about um, why did you get out of that bedroom and get a job? Well, let, let's, well, let's give you a chance to tell people exactly what it entails being a full-time streamer. Uh, well, I, I guess before I talk about that, I know obviously I'm, I'm, I'm just getting close, maybe 10 years away from middle age, so it's not like this is my first job, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so I spent about 20 years in... <laughs> 10 years away from middle age, yeah, right. Uh, I, I, I spent about 20 years in retail before I started doing what I do now, and I kind of fell into streaming and YouTube as, as a kind of... Well, I kind of lucked out, really, but streaming is an amazing thing to do. Uh, 
but everything I've done, I've done various different things, mostly in retail, but uh, I've done some area management in retail. I've, most jobs you have, whether, whether you're stacking shelves or whether you're sitting on a till or whether you're managing a store or whether you're managing a region or whether you're a Twitch streamer, there are, there are ups and downs and there are positives and there are negatives to all of them. And all of them can be stressful or good or have good days and bad days, whether it be streaming a video game for a living mm -hmm. or whether it be uh, working for a living. <laughs> uh, they do have some challenges. Uh, streaming is an amazing thing and I'd hope to be able to do it for a long time but I've kind of gone into it with a if I can get two years out of this that would be amazing if I could make it last a year more that would be amazing you know I'm not I don't really think I can do this till I'm retiring because I've got into it quite late most twitch streamers are in their early 20s and whatnot you know they're not yep. normally they're not normally like, not really starting until they're 37 38 you know they're it's not an old yeah. bastard when they're getting into it exactly yeah but streaming is streaming is amazing uh but it does come with some stress. It's something that, unlike anything else I've done, even area management, where you've always got a work phone, streaming is something that is very hard to switch off from. So whilst playing a video game is amazingly fun, and I love streaming, and I, I can stream 12 hours, and at the end of it I'm mentally drained, but I, I enjoy to the 12 hours. So the actual process of streaming is fun, but the things that come with it can be uh, stressful at times. You know, There's aspects to it that, that people wouldn't get unless they'd done it for a while, and you kind of have to adjust to it. So... You kind of feel guilty sometimes if you take one day off and you feel guilty if you take a day off to be with your family but then when you're with your family you feel guilty that you're not streaming and it's, it's I guess it's like any self-employed mm -hmm. job you know if you don't do it if you're if you're self-employed and you take a day off or you take a week off to go like to butlins with your, your kids or something you, you don't you don't sort of meet your customers demands and you yeah. feel guilty about that but you also feel feel guilty if you're don't take the time off because you don't see any of your family. So yep. there, there's some aspects of it that, that are kind of tricky. There's no like, oh, poor me. It's an amazing thing. It's the fact my favorite thing I've done as long as I've been like working age. So I, I hope to do it for a long time. But there are certain aspects of it that take a while to get used to. Like you're always on, you know, you're always connected to the Internet. You can't not be connected to the Internet for a day, really. It's, I haven't not used my Twitter account since it was started pretty much, you know, and it, it's kind of hard to switch off from. So there are aspects to it that people wouldn't necessarily get. Uh, but the, the reality is that I'd, I hope to do it for as long as I possibly can. It's an amazing thing to do, and uh, I'm playing the fav my favourite game of all time for a living. You know, who wouldn't want to do that? It's mm. fucking amazing. You know, uh, but there are some there are some aspects to it that you have to adjust to, and I'm still learning. You know, I've only been full time for a year, just over, and you do sort of learn and you get more comfortable at what you're doing, and, and sort of more confident in what you're doing as you go. You know, with anything, you know, if you start a new job tomorrow. You're going to be better at it in two years than you are right now. You don't. You, you kind of get used to it. Yep. Over time. So, do you have any other hobbies outside of gaming? Uh, I don't have a lot of time right now, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, I my my hobbies or well, my spare time. It's not really hobbies, but my spare time are mostly spent with either my kids or my other half. Yeah. And it's it like the week the weekend that I have off every other weekend is like taking my kids out for days out and like this weekend we went to like this food and drink festival and like. Stuff like little rides for the kids and things like that and then uh most weekends that i'm off and not streaming i'm with the kids going out on days out or a day away to the coast or whatever and then the reality is that most weeks i have one evening with my other half and then one day with my other half and then we kind of just do normal coupley things you know i don't actually on my own do anything other than eat and sleep and stream you know i think that's something that people maybe wouldn't necessarily understand is that the I had more free time when I used to work and stream in reality than I do right now, which is kind of strange, but <laughs> it's the truth. Okay, so now the big question, mate. What is the origin of your name? Ah, okay. 
Yeah, uh, the, the origin of my name. Uh, when I was looking to make a YouTube channel, I was racking my brain trying to think of something. I couldn't think of anything game-related. I was struggling. Uh, and the day before, I was sort of... The day before I decided to watch... Uh, sorry, to start making a YouTube channel and YouTube videos, I'd seen the film The Hunger Games, and it kind of reminded me of an old film called The Running Man. And... Uh, Bloody kind awesome cheesy, movie. Absolutely cheesy legendary 80s film. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of still like it. I loved it when I was a kid or when, when I was a lot younger. Uh, and it's kind of a cheesy 80s film and it has a bit of a Hunger Games vibe to it. It's kind of survivally. It's yep. uh, it's like set in the future. In fact, it's set this year, 2017. Uh, and and it's kind of feels a little bit like the Hunger Games. And the author of the, the, the film, not the film, but the author of the book was Stephen King. And he was, I've read subsequently that he was kind of quoted as saying that they, he felt the Hunger Games had kind of ripped off his original idea a little bit. But anyway, I'd seen the Hunger Games. It reminded me of The Running Man, and it kind of felt survivally. Daisy feels in some ways a little bit like The Hunger Games. You know, sometimes it's everyone against you, and it, it kind of just reminded me of it. Hunger Games didn't seem like a good idea, but The Running Man seemed like a good plan. That I didn't even look at whether The Running Man was available or not, but because there was a film, and subsequently I found out that there's, there's a Japanese game show of some call some sort called the running man as well yeah. I, I, there was that was never going to be available so i just thought well i'm playing daisy that seems to be the game i'm likely to make videos on i'll just put a z on the end <laughs> and in my mind it would be the running man's and i've always called myself the running man's but most americans call me the running man z yeah uh, i think gradually over time that's kind of stopped but I, that doesn't really bother me anyway i don't it, it seemed kind of cool and i also really liked i kind of fell into it but the, the capital T, R, M, and Z kind of worked for T, R, M, Z, and I kind of like that. That kind of works. That yes. one day seems like it might be the name of my YouTube channel. It might just be T, R, M, Z rather than The Running Man's. It probably won't, but it, I kind of like that abbreviation. That seemed to work, and with the capitals, how they spaced out, that kind of worked. So, yeah, it came it from it a cheesy action stuff as well. Yeah, it does. A, a, a cheesy action film with Arnold Schwarzenegger. What, what could be worse than that? Nothing. <laughs> no, it's an absolutely um, awesome name, mate, and it's you know something I completely associate with you. And for me, you are the running man's, not the running man Z. Um, <laughs> probably uh, me being a convict peasant, um, son of the the mother country, and yeah, it it's it's pronounced the same way that um, you are obviously intended to be pronounced for us here in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't really bother me. a load of people. I, when I used to first start streaming, I remember like. When I first started streaming, or a few people that first became aware of me, I remember once going into Smack's channel and he called me the Running Man Z, and he'd <laughs> seen one of my videos, right? And that, that meant that meant so much at the time. And Smack doesn't really stream Daisy anymore, but I'd watched him so much, and he was like, "Oh, I saw your video on the Blaze," and I, I was like, "Fucking hell, <laughs> I can't believe it!" You know, this this dude's like, I've been watching him and learning how to play Daisy before I even was a YouTuber, and he's he's actually watched one of my crappy videos. I can't believe sub it. Some of you know? you as well, isn't he? If off memory. I think he is now. I don't. I don't know if he's still or not. I don't check stuff like that. But I'm. I'm sub to Smack. I think he's probably sub to me. Yeah. No, I don't know who subs to me and who doesn't, other than the ones that hit the resub button or have the icon. And I've, I know Smack's been pretty busy in doing the uh, doing the grounds lately. Awesome. Cool to see him play Daisy again, though. We'll see. It is. It's good to see so many of the um, uh, people who kind of got made by Daisy coming back to it. Hopefully, they um, stay loyal to it as well. We'll see. Okay, so who or what got you into gaming? Do you remember when you first started? Well, I've always been a gamer. Uh, so my first gaming experience was on an Amstrad CPC 464, I believe. Well, my first gaming experience in the home uh, mm -hmm. was on a I was on an old Amstrad console made by Alan Sugar. It was a 
I was lucky though because I had the color screen one because <laughs> uh, there was a green screen one that you could get that was why anybody would want a green monitor exactly. everything be green baffles me but anyway yeah that, that was my first experience at the home I think when I was at primary school they used to like roll out the computers so you could play like space invaders or something before we had a PC at home <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I've always been a gamer so gaming is something that I grew up with the, uh, the the first console generations. I never had a Master System or the, the original NES, but I had a Super Nintendo and latterly a Mega Drive, which I got secondhand off a of mate. And I was all and I had an Amiga 500 as well. I, I was really into gaming when I was younger, massively. And I remember going around to friends' houses when I was like like kind of GCSE age, like 13 to 15 kind of age, and we'd we'd like meet up me and a mate would meet up around another mate's house and we'd play like Mario Kart, Street Fighter Two, Mortal Kombat One. Those kind of games. So, ever since then, I've been. That was kind of sad, actually. Last year at uh, last year at uh, EGX, I was playing retro games, which were the games I was playing. You know, there's a retro section, yep. and I was playing somebody that watched me on stream at Street Fighter Two. <laughs> it's like he never even heard of it. You know, he was he, his name's Lencher. He's a young he's a, he's a young little dude. Yeah, that, I know that, so We met we, we met up and uh, uh, yeah, I, I definitely didn't let him win when he when we played Street Fighter Two. He won <laughs> on his own accord, obviously. I'm, Really, I could have, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's kind of weird. But I've always been a gamer. But it's kind of funny. Um, uh, Vigilante Gamer. A couple of years ago, I went to PAX with him. We met there, uh, and he was the same. He was um, absolutely loving the retro section. Well, that's the only thing I did. I, I got the the dude that was running the what I can't even remember what version of COD it was because I didn't buy it. But the the dude that was running the COD booth let Minder and myself and one or two others in, like without queuing to play COD. And it's the first time I'd used a controller for nearly three years. So I just sat there going, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> uh, and, then, and then that stopped. But other than that, I didn't play any games at the, at the whole thing. The only games I played were in the retro booth. I didn't bother with any of the other point. Just playing when they come out. Not really. <laughs> so what's your favourite game of all time? My favourite game of all time, I'm afraid, is a boring one. But it has to be DayZ. It's, it's, it is the favourite game, my favourite game of all time. I think it really suits what I like. There's, nothing, uh, there's been nothing like it. It's no, really groundbreaking. Well, I mean, it's kind of a stock answer when people ask on stream, but it's the most multiplayer game of any multiplayer game that I've ever played. You know, it's it's not instant satisfaction. You know, it's not like guaranteed one minute satisfaction. You know, it's mm -hmm. not battlegrounds where you can log in and loot for a bit and then be guaranteed yeah. to be shooting. But the opportunities and the the openness of what can happen when you meet other people and the the randomness of what happens. There's nothing else that replicates it. There's some that get close, but none that that have the and I'm, I'm five thousand hours in and I still have things happen that have never happened before, you know, and that that's I don't know of another game that would hold my interest in that way. There's certainly no other game that I've got anywhere near that I, well I haven't got the time in my life for that, you know, my other house room now. My name will be Mud now, but we'll we'll leave her on that. <laughs> oh ho, ho, ho. I feel privileged, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh but there's there's no other game that I've played anywhere near this long. Uh and I can, and there never will be, I don't think, unless there's something comes out that basically copies Daisy but does it better. Yeah. Okay, so why did you start making videos and then start streaming? Uh, well, I I got into Daisy first of all. I guess it starts with getting into Daisy really because I, it never would have been a thing for me. I was a console player. I uh, I was really into FPS games on console, mostly Call of Duty, if I'm honest. Uh, I had a group of mates that we used to play on PS3. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was watching videos on an upcoming COD release. I think it was COD Ghosts. Uh, by the time they'd already got shit, but there was nothing else to play that I liked. 
Okay, I was looking at a video on an upcoming COD Ghost video on a YouTuber called JX23. He's a YouTuber from England that does, he does a lot of art now, and I, I don't know what he does now, really, but he used to do an awful lot of Call of Duty, and he happened to have done a, a video on DayZ. Uh, and I watched a little bit, I was like, and it was like a, a real basic video that he'd done to explain the premise of DayZ, and I was like, sounds really good. And then linked to that video was the, the start of Frankie on PZ's uh, Armour 2 series, start, starting from yeah. scratch. So I watched the whole thing. Yeah, so it, it got me kind of interested in that. And, and I watched the whole lot through December of, I guess it was 2014, I think. Mm -hmm. It's hard to remember the dates now. But anyway, through through Christmas, I watched all of them. And there was like 40 odd. And despite what any one says otherwise that series was an amazingly interesting and an yes. open series that showed so much about what daisy oh all right it was the mod but what can happen in daisy and i was watching it thinking i've never seen anything like this i've never seen a game like this there's so much freedom to what this guy can do there's, there's yep. like there's so much that's happening and yeah it seemed amazing so i decided to buy standalone because i had an own pc it was like some hp like standard thing that like i'd, I'd got like I don't know, for Word and Excel and whatnot. It wasn't really used for anything other than home computing. But I got Daisy. I ran it at about 15 frames. <laughs> uh, and I remember logging in and uh, just being completely afraid. I was completely afraid of everything. I'd, I'd like log in and I, I could see some trees and then turning around and I didn't have a clue where I was or where to go. And the difference between what I'd seen in the videos and what I was experiencing in the game was huge because of the learning curve of Daisy. It's Ooh, so different yeah. when you... Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I, I struggled and struggled, and I was like logging in for 20 minutes and thinking, I just don't know what to do. And it, I don't know, after about five or six hours of stumbling around, I managed to have my legs broken in Solnichi, uh, <laughs> and, and I had no idea what I was doing. And this guy came along with his friend, and they started talking to me. I was like, oh, do you have TeamSpeak? And I didn't even know what TeamSpeak was. I was a console player. They got five hours in PC gaming. And uh, he... Uh, he kind of got me into TeamSpeak. He got me downloading TeamSpeak, and, and we were chatting away. And this guy that I met, we're using his TeamSpeak right now. This wow. is his TeamSpeak we're talking in, right? Uh, and he uh, he sort of helped me along, and they'd been playing the game more, and obviously there were seasoned PC gamers as well. So he, he helped me get to where I needed to be in terms of the game. I understood the map a little bit, gradually improved my PC, changed the graphics card, changed the power supply, made it run so that I could just about not go invisible to people that could see it. Mm -hmm. At such low frames, the game would barely run. And gradually over time, I, I, I met new friends in Daisy. I met a few other people. I met a guy called Inapsin and Zanny and Bullwan and many others. And they all had YouTube channels. And uh, of small degrees, like sort of anything from 20 subs to maybe 100, 150 subs was kind of the level that they were at. And they were, I'd play Daisy and describe what happened. And they'd be like, you should record. You should record. You should make videos. I was like, no, I don't want to. And over a, the period of about six weeks, I'd, I'd be like logging in and say, oh, today I was off and I did this and it was amazing. It was epic. This this happened. This like, oh, If you recorded, you could make really good videos. And eventually I decided to give YouTube a go. But I'd said to my mates at the time, I don't really I don't really fancy YouTube, if I'm being honest. I think I could be a streamer, but YouTube and editing videos doesn't really seem like it's my thing. I don't really want to learn, being honest. I don't have the time. I've got kids. I've got a job. <laughs> I, I did it anyway, and I started making YouTube videos and then eventually i ended up becoming a streamer without really meaning to you know i just kind of fell into it. it it just the youtube stuff went far better than i thought it would and i started streaming to talk to people that were watching my youtube videos and people seem to like the crap that i talk so <laughs> instead of just streaming to the 20 or 30 people that came from youtube i started to stream to a lot more people from twitch as well so exactly, it kind of yeah. went yeah it kind of went well so what is yeah, your best we video 
What's your favourite video that's, that, that you've made? That, that's very that's very subjective. I don't know what my best video is, if I'm honest. What you, what a YouTuber thinks is their best video, and what an audience thinks is their best video, is normally completely but no, but what different. Is so. your, what's your favourite one? What's the, I, I've got my personal favourite of yours, which is um, Hex the Bandit. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hex, um, the Hex reason is I love one that of my one favorite, so much yeah. is it took you out of your yeah. comfort zone. What started off yeah. as a, a typical salty man's encounter turned into <laughs> one of the best adventures I think I've ever seen you on. You totally left your comfort zone. You ended up eating meat, which is something that I think at that stage you were still very against. You ended up having an absolute blast. That's for me personally, but I don't know whether that's your favorite. You may have your own personal favorite. Uh, well, the thing is, when you're making them, I don't. You probably have this as well. But when you're making them, they mean something to you as to the point you were at when you made them, as much as what the actual story is. You know, yeah. they, they're kind of like your little babies that you send off into the world. You know, like when when you when you put a video to talk about their videos like their children. Yeah, like you you, you put a video out onto uh, Reddit, let's say. And, and and at the time, I don't put my videos on Reddit really anymore, unless there's something really that might interest a Reddit audience in it, maybe. But uh, if if you if you're releasing them, you're really proud of them. You've you've put effort into them, and then you release them, and then there's a load of fear that comes with it that people will not like it. It will get downvoted. It will not get views. It will it will not be received as well as you think it yep. will. So you, there's, there's kind of that element to it. But for me, more it's and I remember a video called uh, 33 grenades and one ammo box or something like that. It was something to do with 33 grenades. The video is pretty bad, but I killed some cheat that had 33 grenades inside one ammo box because he had an ammo box in an ammo box in an ammo box in an yeah, ammo yeah, box. Yeah, I remember that. And, and, and at the time, it was nothing much. I killed this dude. I ended up trying to go and commit suicide because I'd got all his duped gear on me. I was like, well... I've not really done anything with character other than kill a cheat. I'm in Svetlo. I might as well just kill myself with this stuff. And I tried to kill myself and it didn't work. And then I, I ended up stepping backwards off a cliff in the sunset and looking at the sunset and then stepping off. And when I died, I was just pissing myself. And it was, I was on my own and it felt like a really cool experience. I'm like, oh, if I can replicate any of this on YouTube, if I can try and get any of this kind of feeling from the game into YouTube, I think I can make a go of this. And that's the first time I ever really thought that perhaps I could be more than just putting a few gaming experiences onto youtube maybe it might be something people might watch you know so mm -hmm. that one means something in a way that it shouldn't because it's a pretty terrible video in reality yeah. uh i'd say my, i'd say my favorite video though uh i'd say my best video is probably going underground part two uh which has got the ending with Rene playing around a campfire and i really like the way i did the ending of that one uh he was playing at the campfire and I kind of did like a, a little bit of a flashback to some of the things that had happened in part one and part two. That's the way uh, Rene reveals that he can actually um, write his own yeah. music. Yeah, he's playing a, he's playing his own song around the campfire yeah, on stream. And, and I, I really enjoyed that a lot. I thought that I thought that was it, it's not only a simple idea, but it worked so well. And I also like that kind of thing. Uh, where people play around the campfire, which links to probably what is my my favourite all time video, which is the the dark and the light, yep. uh, which is where I met a dude called Hollis, who was probably my best Daisy uh, experience when I played the game. I'd say uh, there's been so many, there's been so many cool people, but he was like a, 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 just such an amazingly cool, friendly dude, and and we ended up it was on a 75 man trial server, and we ended up in Berezino around a fire, and he was playing the guitar like acoustic guitar around a fire with like six or seven randoms who all hadn't decided to kill each other but just sit and talk and and have a laugh when everyone else was killing each other and i just earlier that day had some idiot tried to kill well kill me in in cherno and he was really abusive with it so it was it was like everything that can encompass daisy like one like a really sour death a really sour death 
one of my worst experiences in the game, a respawn in Berezino immediately to my best experience in the game. You know, that sums up Daisy so much in that you can have that. Uh, it happens a lot. Like in, in the one where I met Ben, you know, I'd got killed by a cheat at the Northwest Airfield and then immediate log, immediately respawned and met this dude that turned out to be amazingly friendly and we ran off on a three-hour adventure culminating with me shooting him by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but none, nonetheless, it was that's the thing with Daisy. You can you can go from salty to like absolute highs or the other way around. You can go yeah. from really high, euphorically high to absolute low in seconds and I don't know there's any other game that can really do that. What recording software do you use? Uh, I use oh, oh, you said OBS then. I use Shadowplay to record. Mm -hmm. uh, so I record my videos. I record my footage with Shadowplay, uh, and I stream with OBS. Yep. What um, editing software? Uh, I now I'm using Vegas 14 uh, as of about two videos ago. Mm -hmm. But before that, I was using Sony Vegas Pro 13. So yep. uh, I was I was using Vegas 13. I'm now using a legit copy. <laughs> <laughs> they've all been legit obviously I, the other the other copy was legit it just became unlegit when i lost it right <laughs> yeah, okay. but yeah now I'm, I'm now using a licensed copy of 14 which seems like a better way to go i'd imagine now did you ever <laughs> play the mod uh I, I i played the mod after standalone so yep. i got into daisy because of mod videos but standalone had literally just come out and I had Steam, it seemed easier to play it, so I did play it. Uh, and the people that I met, uh, Scan and Blackhawk, the, the two people I met in Solnichi had played the mod, so they talked me into trying the mod, and I did try it. Uh, but at that time, Standalone was new, and there wasn't much in it. The mod had a lot more depth, but Standalone was getting an update every couple of weeks, it felt. Anyway, maybe it was every month, but it, it felt regular. Uh And the Standalone just had something that the mod didn't. It felt more modern even then uh, yeah. than... Than the, the mod, and whilst the mod had loads of like bells and whistles that the standalone didn't have, and some of it still doesn't have, I just found the standalone more interesting to me at the time. It seemed more random as well. I, even in my limited mod experience, it it felt like a milsim with some zombies, whereas the uh, whereas the, the the standalone doesn't feel that way. It feels like sometimes it's PvP only, but it feels like there's more on offer. It can be more random, you know. So you sort of touched on this already, but what is it about Daisy that really makes you love it so much? Uh, I think it's the it's the, the the fact that it's never the same. I think some people come in like when I'm streaming and they're saying, "Oh, Daisy's boring. There's nothing to do." But I'm, I'm, I guess I'm quite patient, you know, I, I, which is kind of surprising given that I, in encounters I can be very very impatient. But I can take two or three hours of pain for like the payoff that comes with it, but. There's just no other game that replicates it, you know. That I, I guess maybe ten years of FPS games, ten years of just like respawning, killing, respawning, killing, yeah. and giving a shit about whether you come first or second on a leaderboard or not, and whether your team wins or whether you get the most whatever kills, what your dead kill death ratio. I'm kind of past all that. I, I don't really care about any of that anymore. And Daisy offers something that's so unique, the experiences in it, and the, it's all about other people, Daisy. It's all about meeting other players and and the interactions that you can have and the randomness that can ensue and there's just nothing else like it, I don't think, you know. So I know you kind of um, ventured into Player Unknown Battlegrounds a bit, but you've sort of dropped off of that. Why do you still keep coming back to DayZ? Well, the only reason I, I dropped off, uh, the only reason I really dropped off Daisy to any great effect, I'm looting a dead body right now, so I'm a little bit worried, to be honest. There's a dead body right near me, and I'm just looting him like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm somewhat concerned I'm going to get killed while we're talking here, but he's got a lot of loot on him as well. Oh dear, this could go badly wrong. Uh, yeah, I, the only reason I was playing Battlegrounds to any great effect 
was because I couldn't run DayZ. You know, I, I've been having some problems with an update to Microsoft uh, Windows 10. Uh, Windows 10, they, they introduced a creator's update, and it has been running abysmally on my rig, and I just couldn't play the game to the level that I was finding it suitable. You know, I couldn't make yep. DayZ run. And so the only reason I'd switched from, from that to Battlegrounds was not really to do with Battlegrounds and not really to do with DayZ and solely to do with the fact that Daisy wouldn't run and it was unplayable for about four weeks. So I struggled to do about half of my streams on an unplayable game and then the rest was Battlegrounds purely because of that. Now, I like Battlegrounds. It's the first game I've played since, well, a long time that gets me interested to play it. But the reality is that I probably play it like 10%, 5% of my week's gameplay at the most. And it's a really fun game, but that's kind of where it's at for me. I don't think that would have been any different were it not for the fact that I couldn't run DayZ as well as I might because of the issues I was having. It really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as of yet, nothing else has come out that can kind of do for me what DayZ does. You know, I don't feel like I'm a, a sacral or a break or a smoke or a taupe or a whatever that, that's like an out-and-out PvPer. Uh, I, I, I need that kind of balance between the two for me to have a fun experience because... I'm good at PvP, but I'm not the best at it. I like it, but it's not the only thing available in Daisy. I like that, you know. I like. I don't think I can do just a, a, in terms of enjoyment, but also in terms of streaming. I don't think I can do just an FPS game because it doesn't have the depth for me to keep me interested for long, long periods. I couldn't play Battlegrounds for 50 hours a week. I just couldn't do it. It's an amazing game, and I understand people can. But I've done a lot of first-person shooters in the past. I don't really care if I'm the best at it or not, you know. Mm-hmm get salty when i die <laughs> <laughs> so if you could add anything to daisy what would it be and why uh the thing i'd like to add to daisy this is this isn't this is kind of an answer but not an answer i think we'll go with it right the, the thing i would like to add to daisy more than anything else isn't really a thing regular updates is what I'd like to add to daisy and this is not a slight against the the devs we all know why the development has been so long and so slow with regards to the last three or four patches from 5.9 to where we are now, you know, with the with the renderer and then the recoding of the entire game. So this isn't a, a slight at the devs in any way, but if they could get back to a similar sort of situation as Battlegrounds where you get like a once a month addition to the game or something fresh for people to go for, yep. uh, I think that would make such a difference to the... It invigorates the game in a way that I think people have forgotten and people... I like there was a hell of a lot of saltiness about Daisy about eight weeks ago, you know, and it's it's massively quietened down now. It's still there a little, but it's nowhere near as much, and that's because we've just had an update, mm. and everyone's like, "Oh, they're still updating the game." Turns out they've not, and we all know that Daisy's going to get finished. But there's an awful lot of people out there that find it fashionable to slate it, yes, and they've quite they've quietened down a little bit because there's been a new update, and it's very hard for them to go and go. Oh, this game's never going to get made <laughs> because it, it still is getting made, you know. Yeah, and you can see it. They've just done a patch, and most people, in, I've got to be honest, including me, thought that point six two would be not that big of a deal you know it would be okay but it wouldn't be but the reality is that it's it's actually changed the the game for so much for so much for the better compared to what we thought you know so and it's only relatively a small patch it's a cosmetic patch in reality but it's still over delivered it kind of undersold it undersold the the patch but the yeah if, if they could get back to the point where once once a month they were adding something new there's a whole load of stuff on the trello there's a shit ton of stuff on that trello of things that are coming uh and they will come to the game but i think one of the biggest mistakes that could be made is that after 0.63 comes and i think 0.63 initially will be player controller damage system and most of like the coding side of things i don't think we'll get all the new gear straight away i don't think we'll see that 
But I think the biggest mistake they could make is shitting all that stuff on the Trello in one hit, you know. I, yeah. I'm not saying it wouldn't be amazing. It would be amazing. But if they could give us 10%, 15% of what's on the Trello, and then next month there's a little update that improves performance, and then there's another 10 or 15%, yep. if they drip-fed that through the course of beta, keep the then I think it would, keep, it would keep a lot more people interested in the game for a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, because some people just lose interest after about five or six weeks. And this may be a problem when Daisy is finished, because I think it does happen. But five, six weeks, two months after a patch is released, the, the numbers start going down, the interest starts going down. When Coastal PvP was a thing, uh, that was kind of the only thing that was available. You know, people would stop uh, travelling around and exploring and would start just Coastal PvPing again. You know, that, that kind of has always happened with every patch. So if they could keep the interest alive with adding new things, that's the biggest thing they could do with DayZ. We know what direction they're taking. I, I have complete belief that the devs will get the game made the way they want. And the vision they got for the game is kind of aligned with what I think the game should be. I think they're, they're doing an amazing job. But if they could get 6-3 out and then get us back to the point where we're seeing a patch every four weeks or something, that would make a huge difference for the game in a really positive way. Status reports. Do you read them? And if so, what do you think of them? Uh, I do read them. Uh, I, I, to, be, to be completely honest, I think the last one is the only one I haven't read in, in its entirety since, uh, since pretty much there have been status reports, as far as I remember. And that's purely because I think it came out on stream and the next day I was I was... I think I was streaming then, I was away for the weekend, and it just coincided that I didn't play Daisy for very long <laughs> after it came out. So the last one is probably the only one I haven't read in its entirety since they've been doing them. And the very first status report they did in this, guys, uh, I was lucky enough to have one of my videos uh, always burning or something. It was shared, you know, they do the content creator little section. Uh, well, Esmos was in at the time, and he, uh, he was a fan of my videos, and on the very first status report, he shared one of my videos. So I was kind of really, really lucky with that. <clears throat> Funny enough, it was a, it was exactly at the time that I was applying to be Twitch partnered, and I highlighted that to Twitch as a reason why perhaps they should they should partner me because I only had three thousand followers, and I shared that little link and said, "Look, I'm on the Daisy pet, I'm on the Daisy main page. Look at this. See, I'm clearly maybe maybe I'm not just going to be this little streamer that that I still am, but <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I've always read them. I, I think they do what they do. I think they've got much better as time has gone on. I don't think they were as good before as they are now. But I think you can see a change in the way they're written because there's a change in the in the in the dev team. If you read like what Eugene or Eugen, I can never quite get his name right. Eugen, I think. Yep. If you read what he writes, he's talking so much more passionately now about making a video game rather than uh, like changing code lines of data. You know, they you can tell that they're they're more invigorated in in the uh, Bohemia offices about making a video game yeah. now. Because I think they've got past the the real pain, and and I think sometimes doing a two weekly report when you've got like five or six months between patches, it's going to be hard to write something that's not the same as what you wrote last time. I think some and of I the positivity that, that um, the 0.62 update has brought back would have to have um, reinvigorated their energy a bit because it must get hard, yeah. you know, the amount of hate they get. And then to see the pos overwhelmingly positive reaction to 0.62, uh, it must have done wonders for their yeah. confidence. I, I think so. I, I, there's, there's still a ways to go. Uh, but... I think I've always thought they were they were fine. That there are some weeks where there's not much to say, but I think the reality is that if if there's five or six months from one patch to the next at times, and and you they're all working towards that patch, what can they say? You know. So I guess sometimes the nature of a two weekly report is that it's going to be a bit of a this is what we this is what we've already told you. Here's a little bit more. You know. So I guess there is that element to it. But I've read them all. They tell you something, or sometimes they tell you things you maybe already know, but. 
the reality is they're not making a patch every week, so there's only so much they can say, I suppose, you know? Yeah. So you've sort of answered this one a bit already, but is there anything else you'd like to add that what, if any, advice would you give to the dev team if they happen to watch this video? Uh, I don't really... I don't feel it, it's my place to give advice to the dev team. You know, I'm a bit, I play the game. You know, I play. I'm a sucker for the game. I love it the way it's going. I, I like the way it's going. I, I try to view myself as a as a video game player, the same as everybody else. You know, I, I, I might have a Twitch stream, but I'm only one voice in a voice of however many thousand are playing on Steam that day. You know, it might be seven thousand at the moment. I'm pretty sure it'll be a lot more thousand down the line. But I, I don't really feel I'm in a place to give advice. You know, I might. I might have a gripe about a particular game feature or something, or I might feel that it would be great if there was a patch every month, but I believe the devs are doing a pretty good job. I, I don't really like being too vocal around what mm-hmm. what direction they should take or stuff, because I don't really think it's anything to do with me. You know, I'm, I'm a consumer of the game the same as everybody else. If I don't like it, I'll play another game. I won't get all annoyed I'll just go and find another game to play, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that really, that's the way it is, you know? Speaking of gripes, what is your biggest gripe with the game? Uh, I don't... Biggest gripe of the game? I don't know. I don't know what my biggest gripe of the game is. I I, I, I guess the, the, the thing that would be the best to see, so this would kind of inter, intertwine with it, but uh, there's, there's probably two things that would... would improve the game one is more players on the server because we've got so many more towns and so many more lootable areas and so many more things to go and see but the players haven't increased to match that because of server performance so uh more people on the map would would make the game much more fun i think so that's kind of a gripe i guess it's more of an improvement rather than a moan about the game other than that i guess the biggest gripe for me is server performance server performance varies from day to day some days you can you can be firing five or six bullets into somebody and nothing they, they don't do anything and then they hit you once and you die and other days you're benefiting from it and they're not you know i i guess the biggest gripe is that the, the way the servers perform from day to day you know that that kind of is but i think the problem is we're playing on a, a half finished game with different codes and yeah we all know that in in another six months hopefully things will be much much better than they are now so how many people I don't, do you I don't, reckon they should have per server i don't know i don't know the answer i i know 60 is not quite enough uh, for the size and scale of Chernerus, and it's only getting bigger. They're adding new ch- new things. They're still adding new things to explore all the time. They've just done so on 6.2. So uh, it's, it's not enough. There was a time when there was 40 on the server, and there wasn't even Svetlo, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind everything that's along the northern road. So they've not they've increased the amount of places to go by so much, but the map, sorry, the amount of people on the map has not increased with it. Uh, I think... 80 is a good starting point. Going from 60 to 80 would change massively and seeing how 80 is. But beyond that, whether it's 100 or whether it's 80, I think you'd only know when you start trying it. You know, yeah. I don't think any of us will know. Uh, but I, I kind of think a lot of people say 100, some people say 150. But personally, I think 80 could be the number. But if 80 didn't feel enough, I guess you'd try it. And then we'd, they would maybe step it up to 100 afterwards, I suppose. I don't know. So what are you looking forward to the most in Daisy? Uh, I don't look forward that much. I, I I look forward to the next day. You know, I enjoyed Daisy yesterday. I had a pretty bad day on stream yesterday in terms of the way it went. I like dying every hour pretty much on the clock. <laughs> but I, I I look forward to the, the next time I'm I'm playing Daisy right now. I I 
I'm a sucker for it, you know. I always have been a one-game kind of dude, you know, as long as I've been around. And right now, I'm one-game dude for DayZ. So, on the horizon, uh, the new damage system is going to be very, very good. I, I really hope the new damage system makes it fair for all. So, there'll be no more of this. I've just hit him in the chest with a Mosin. He's just hit me in the arm with a 9 mil. Yeah, I'm the one that's unconscious, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really hope the new damage system can make the game a little bit fairer and it might mean i die a bit more because i won't be the benefactor of that too but uh, a fair damage system that doesn't have the same legacy issues as the old armor one would be very very advantageous for the game the player controller i don't know you know there's an element of fear to the player controller for me i guess if i'm honest <laughs> we'll have to wait and see but who knows you know I, i'm i'm comfortable with the controls right now and how how we work within the world in Chernerus. Changes to that might make me worse at the game, you know. If it becomes more fluid and solely PvP-based like Battlegrounds, it might make it harder for me. I don't know. You know? <laughs> mm. It's hard to know. But I think for the uh, in the long term, I think it's going to be a good thing for the game. I think uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I think the thing is with development of games, you don't know what's the thing that's going to be the biggest thing. You know, I thought Wolves were going to be a bit pointless. But when they came in and I heard the howls and I was in the dark and I was running away and I didn't have a gun... It changed my mind quite a lot, you know. <laughs> it did. They're amazing. It's been a great addition. I can't wait yeah. for bears. Yeah, now it's going to be cool, you know. But I didn't think that would be the case. Uh, you just don't know. You don't know what you're looking forward to, and then it hits, mm. and you're like, "Blimey!" I didn't think the textures in this patch I'm playing right now were going to make any. It's a. It's been a huge difference. I'm looking at these little red red flowers in the forest and some yeah. pine trees right now. It looks like a different game to what it looked like six weeks ago. You know, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. So has your style of play changed at all? If so, how and why? Uh, I think probably six months ago I'd be trying to deny this and say no, it hasn't. But I'd say it probably has changed uh, a little. But I think it's only got varied. You know, I think I was quite one-dimensional in how I played. And I, I used to, and looking back on old videos, I would be intentionally only wearing a check shirt and I'd be intentionally avoiding military gear so that I didn't look militarised, so I could be more of a civilian and maybe have more friendly interactions. And I don't always do that now, and I don't always behave in a friendly way now either, you know. But I think that comes with the amount of time in the game, you know. Like, I've, I've played the game so much that if I did always log in and know how I was going to play the game on a daily basis, I think it would become boring, you know. Daisy's a sandbox game, you know. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you go to your, your toy box where you've got endless possibilities and you always play with the same toy you're going to stop going to your toy box right <laughs> uh but if you've got all these different possibilities and every day you go in and then something happens and you just randomly decide to go a different route you decide to play a different way it keeps the game so much more interesting you know sometimes it annoys people i've annoyed people with one or two videos that i've made or if i kill someone and people in the chat think it's harsh or whatever it annoys people but i'm playing a video game to have fun and if i do the same thing every time yeah boring in the long run you know so yeah i think it's changed but i think i don't think it's with any kind of conscious decision at all i think it's more perhaps being more confident that i don't have to play a certain way for an audience maybe i can just do what i feel is funny for me at the time uh so having a bit more confidence in yourself and allowing you to just do what you want to do and then share that with people that are watching kind of thing uh kind of helps but the reality is that after five thousand hours if i was still meeting everyone and trying to be friendly every time and trying to behave the same way every time i'd probably have stopped playing the game and moved on to something else what are you most looking forward to in regards to modding once they open it up uh i think most people would have the same answer probably and that's different maps you know different places to explore yeah. you know I've, I've not played the mod very much i've played the mouse for about two hours and i believe that's going to come to standalone 
Uh, I've not really played a great deal of, of that kind of any of the other mods. I've, I literally Heavy played the mouse for about two hours. So, yeah, yeah. yeah and Essica and all those different maps, there's loads of them. You know, I'm, I've got wolves on my tail. They're like 100 meters out away from me. I'm in the open. <laughs> I do have a I do have a pistol grip shotty that I got off the uh, off the dead dude. Though, so. <laughs> uh, I, I can see uh, Black Mountain in the background and like six wolves. Like they're, they're not they're not aggroed on me yet, which is weird because they're like open field away. But anyway. No, I'm yeah, like uh, you, mate. I'm totally looking forward to being lost again. Yeah, it's it, it's it's new maps, uh, new places to explore. Uh, I think, to be fair, the new forest and things have brought an element of that to the game now. But what happens after an amount of time is that you have you kind of go into autopilot in situations. So you know that there's shots in a particular base or there's shots in a particular place on the map, and you know exactly where to go to go and have an overview of it. You know exactly where to go. Uh, to have a look and you know what's probably going to play out and you, sometimes you might not win the encounter but just your in-game experience and the hours you've played tells you what tree to go to what what little bit of defilade to use and <laughs> uh anyway you know do you know what i mean you, you kind yeah. of uh, you, you go into autopilot and i think having to actually look at your surroundings whilst you're in a gunfight or whilst you're in any kind of encounter and make up your own mind based on what you see rather than what you already know would, will be a very big deal you know it'll make a, a big difference i'm not quite so interested or not quite so excited about say a battle royale type mod i would play it for daisy and i intentionally avoid armor because of it because i wanted to try it in daisy before i played armor mm -hmm. i'm with three versions of it and what have you but i'm not quite so excited for that kind of thing but new environments with which to play the, the vanilla daisy would be brilliant i think that would make a big difference for me okay so now we're on to the rapid fire questions mate where i'll just um throw something at you and just answer it with the first thing that pops into your mind okay okay Ready, set, and favourite long-range weapon? Blaze. Least favourite long-range weapon? I'm going to say the carbine. It's not the worst, but the carbine is pointless in its current. Yeah. Favourite auto weapon? Uh, favourite auto weapon? I'm going to have to go with the AUG because of the lifespan of DayZ. Right now it might be the one, but the AUG. Least favourite? Least favourite auto? Rack. The rack rocks, doesn't it? <laughs> KOS. Uh needed. Yep. Uh, no no KOS, no game. Uh, I'm first not saying I want to go around shooting person. everyone, but uh both. There is no choice there, there's a choice there. Freedom of choice is good. Favourite server. Daisy Underground. Uh but there, there's quite a few. Daisy Underground EU US uh Baggy server is becoming very, very good. I had an amazing encounter there the other day, but my favourite encounters in the last year and a half have mostly been on first person, but I think that's possibly because of the balance of this is not a one word answer, but I, I do find there is a slightly more chance slightly higher chance of an interaction on first person for whatever reason. Maybe it's just the type of people that play on those servers, mm -hmm. but yeah. Those those the first person servers in general seem to have given me the best encounters lately. Favourite place on the map? Favorite place on the map? Jesus Christ! It varies from moment to moment. Like sometimes you're running down into Novi Sobor and the sun's setting to the southwest, and you're running down from the northeast, or it's, it's kind of setting from the west, and you're running down from the east. Uh, it looks amazing. Novi with the sunset, the far side of it looks amazing. But my favorite place on the map, I don't go there very often. But there's a little bit in between Berziki and Svetlo on the coast, uh, where there's some cliffs yep. and uh, 
I've 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 been there a few times. For I made a little uh, video using the V3S called Drive, where I I I me and a mate kind of spoofed this little story, and he played a woman, I played this bloke, and we went off and had a little fire there and cooked some meat and all lovely and romantic, and then we went to Devil's Castle and I shot her and ate her. But I intentionally went to this particular place in in uh, <laughs> on, on the cliff edge there in that video because. Uh, kind of looks amazing you can sit out on this cliff and you can see the sea and it just looks good it's, it's a, kind of cool and that's exactly the place where i killed myself in that grenade video i was talking about earlier yeah uh so it's kind of in the same area i guess that's maybe where that particular place on the map is where i perhaps realized that maybe i could play daisy and make it entertaining and do something more than just record a few things i did for a mate to watch so maybe that's partly why it's my favorite place on the map i don't know <laughs> public or private service private Okay, now we are on to the viewer questions, and the first question I think is a little bit irrelevant considering who you played with yesterday, um, and I actually received this one um, <coughs> via another form, not from Reddit, because this person's actually banned on Reddit, which gives you an idea of who it is. Toprek asks, will you ever play with me again? <laughs> well, yeah, I played with him yesterday, so yeah. it's okay. Uh, to be fair, actually, for the last couple of weeks, I've tried to arrange to play with Tope. Like we've been talking to each other, and we've tried to arrange it. And then, for whatever reason, I've probably let him down, but with reason. Like we were going to play the other Wednesday, and then uh, my tooth was giving me so much jip that I had to go, and I ended up having root canal, and then I didn't stream the rest of the day. And uh, so I've managed to avoid him without meaning to for the last couple of times we've been playing. But uh, yeah, Tope is cool. I like Tope. Uh, he, he's he's very full on. Like. When people play with me that maybe don't stream or don't play, they think I'm pretty rapid around the map. And I know FT and Rene, for example, think that I'm a bit rapid around the map and I don't stay in one place long enough and maybe I'm a bit too quick to move on. Hope is like me times 100, you know. He's like, he's on something all the time. He's so quick. And he's a phenomenal <laughs> PvPer. Oh, he is amazing, you know. I, 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 don't, I don't like to sell myself as, as a PvPer. I don't, I'm kind of don't, and I'm not terrible at the game or anything, but I'm not. I don't believe I'm on Tope's level or those. I'm not really that sort of player, you know. I don't. I don't need to be. Uh, I can handle my own, right? But yeah, Tope, Tope, and a few people like them smoke as well. Uh, there's many others, you know. Deadly's amazing. Aces Fury. There's a lot of different people that are really good at PvP. Jacon as well. Jacon's really, really good. I played with Jacon once, and I was. I was just like a cameraman, you know. I, all I did was fall unconscious, and then wake up. Everyone was dead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Crow eight one three asks. Do you watch football, soccer? If so, what team do you support? Uh, I support or follow Liverpool uh, and have done since I was about four or five. Uh, I used to live in a town called Ripon near Burnley, so I was born in Lancashire. And whilst Ripon is not that close to Liverpool, everybody in my year at school supported Liverpool or Man U. And they were, at least it was the same county as where Liverpool are from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I followed Liverpool all my life. I used to be massively into it when I was at school. I've only ever had tickets to see them play once and it was a present uh, from someone and then those tickets turned out to be fraudulent and no. <laughs> uh, so I've never seen them play live so I kind of feel like I'm more of a follower than a fan but yeah. I spent 20 years in retail working weekends and I've always lived like 200 miles away and it's just never really been something that I could go to so I will go and see them play at some point I wouldn't call myself a, a real avid fan uh, but yeah Liverpool Jackster, one eight years of not, not winning. Asks, Sorry, have you considered joining the Altercast with Rene and FT? It'd be really cool to see the three of you talking about the game because you all have such different play styles. Uh, 
I don't think it's something for me to consider. It's kind of Rene NFT's baby, you know. They they've done it. Uh, I didn't know they were doing it. I I they kind of started it, and I've listened to some of them. I've not listened to the all of them because they're they're quite long. And I I but I think they're really nice. They're really cool things to listen to. I listened to half an hour of one on my phone. I do kind of I, I've not played with them as much lately, maybe, but. I do kind of know what they're probably going to say or what they're going to think sometimes before they say it, because I guess I quite know them quite well, you know. But, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to do something like that. I guess uh, probably they, they they record it on an evening when I'm streaming, I suspect, and most of the time. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. But it, it's their baby. It's not for me to consider, you know. I, FT and Rene are their own dudes, you know. If, if they're making something, they can they can ask anyone to join or not, I guess. But it's something they've kind of started and see where it goes now uh quantum ai asks why is boydy 73 your favorite twitch mod no he actually asks why is quantum <laughs> ai your favorite twitch mod yeah i saw that question uh <laughs> he would be my favorite twitch mod if he was always in the chat for every minute that i ever play on doug he would be my favorite mod but he's not always there you know sometimes i'm left swinging <laughs> yeah no 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 sir and sansa replied pj you're safe i mean <laughs> <laughs> and another one of your mods got shadow comes in hey at the running man why do people refer to you as a southern fairy the only people that refer to me as a southern fairy are people from uh some kind of convict lands <laughs> there's only two or three people that refer to me as that and they're all from the most southern country i can think of so yeah cotton kettle but Sorry. um it was actually uh i was there when we were told that nickname and it was actually hicks who told us that yeah it was apparently it was it was it at pax australia a yes, couple of years was. ago yes it was yeah uh, i i was a southern fairy i don't know why uh, i don't know why okay rick blick now this one confuses me um but um, yeah, I watch you quite a lot, but I, I don't know if I agree with what he actually asks here. Why do you play third person so much? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's become a bit of a meme for me. I, I, in YouTube, occasionally, uh, I get a, a similar group of people. It's probably nothing to do with them, but I get a few people trying to wind me up by suggesting that I, I play first third person too much. Uh, and I think it's become a bit of a meme. We had first person Wednesday for a while when I... Uh, <laughs> Spanky started those discussions on Twitter every Wednesday about uh, about first versus third, and I just can't help myself, you know. Uh, but I, I'd say probably in the last six months, aside from when Experimental's up and there's not enough servers, I've probably played Experimental for sixty or seventy percent of my stream time. And aside from Deadly and Minder and Aces, there's nobody else playing first person more. You know, I think I think first person has never had it so good on a Twitch front. You know, the the main people streaming Daisy. Of, of the ones that are regularly streaming I'm talking about, most of them play first person and some of them play it exclusively. So Look at Smoke. Never bloody, had it so good. Smoke you know? is that bloody good. He plays um, third person in first yeah. person mode. Smoke, I should have mentioned, to be honest. He's someone I've only recently, the last couple of months, started playing with. But hmm. yeah, he's cool, Smoke. He, he's amazing at the game as well. He, he's done. It, it, it's really cool to see somebody that started on Twitch without YouTube and just streamed every day and done it with sort of talent in the game to get to where he's at, you know. He'll probably end up being a very, very, very big streamer one day because he's young yeah. and he's incredibly talented. He's probably like an American break kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know what I mean? I think I can see him being like that kind of streamer, you know. Very we'll see. But yeah, well. he, he, yeah, he's cool. He's a really nice guy. Neil791 comes in with, which recent update in DayZ do you believe should not be messed with? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think we. 
there's nothing that they shouldn't mess with, I guess. It, it depends on what they're improving. No, nothing mm. set in stone at the stage of development that they're at, are they? I don't really... I read that question. I was like, I don't know what to answer to that, really. Uh, well, we'll move on to the second part of his question then, <laughs> which I thought was a bit more interesting. Also, if you were in a survival event, which six other Daisy streamers would you have on your team? Hashtag 1664. <laughs> six. Uh, hello, Neil. Uh, first off... I think I couldn't go in an event which involved having six people in TS, but I'm going to answer probably anyway. Mm. I've not pre-prepared this one. I wish I had done. Uh, but I, I couldn't do an event that involved having that many people in. I, I, TeamSpeak chatter does my head in. Yeah, it does. I, there's, there's lots of streamers out there that play with a group every day, and I really like uh, playing on my own for like 60% half of, half of the time I stream. You know, I, It's not because I'm a loner. I'm quite happy to talk to everyone, but... Daisy is best when you're on your own in terms of the interactions you can have with other people. Mm. And TeamSpeak Chatter kind of ruins that. Having another partner kind of ruins it. But in terms of uh, an event, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what... I'm. That If you could just pick the six best PvPers off the top of your head, which would probably be people like Tope, Smoke, Deadly, people like Minder. But to be honest, I'd probably just pick people that... Uh, and F Rene would be in there because I played with them more than anybody else, right? Mm -hmm. On that, I don't know who to pick. Anyone that I've played with while I've been streaming would be amazing. Uh, but given that this is a who would you play with, I might as well just pick my fantasy list of people that I'm never going to get to play with, mightn't I? So <laughs> I'm going to put FT and Rene in there because I played with them the most. Other than that, we'll pick. Uh, I've got three more left. We'll pick Frankie on PC, Mr. Moon, and Jack Frags. Done. There you go. Daisy Chick 500. Will there be more episodes of the Trolling Mans? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know, because I didn't set out when I made that video to make a trolling video, you know. I just set out to play the game, right? And then stuff happened, and I ended up calling it the Trolling Mans. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't set out to make a video. I don't set out to play a certain way. Uh, and so, I don't know, you could say that something like Cedric and the Barrel was a controlling Mans. It was a similar sort of thing, you know. Yeah, it, it's kind of an it's, it is basically a trolling man's video. I, I meet this kid who's kind of uh, it's kind of a bit quirky. It turns out on stream that we worked out he was stream stalking me. Now you don't see that in the video, but he'd found me three times because he was watching the stream. His name was Dill. We've actually we, he he ended up finding me about another three times through the course of the next few weeks. But I knew he was stream stalking me, so I decided to blow him up. But I just made it in the video like I was just blowing him up because it was funny, you know. It made me look bad in the video, but mm. the reality is that that, that it, it was kind of a trolling video, but the reality is I blew him up because he'd find me using the stream, you know. But that was a trolling one, but I don't, I don't know. I, there probably will be more, but I'm not going to go out to intentionally make them because if I go out to do a certain thing, it loses the freedom in the game, you know. I, I become a bit of a troll sometimes. But when, when whatever happens in the game or the person that I meet dictates that that kind of happens, not because I set out to do a certain thing. I don't really want to do that. It kind of seems more fun to be random. Renee comes in with the next question. Will you ever create an adventure-based building series on YouTube? I don't know. I, I love the idea of making uh, an offline, non-stream-related YouTube series. I love the idea of doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just not in a position to do that at the moment uh, is, is the, the barefaced truth of it because between private life commitments and the amount of time I have to stream there is no time else elsewhere to do it you know I think 
in the long term i hope yes i hope to make a series off stream uh, and maybe have an evening a week where i can play off stream and and try and make it whether it's a base building series or not i don't know you know but i'd, I'd like to make a series off stream but uh right now if i have an evening away from uh streaming it's around my other half's house where my pc isn't and also i kind of need to be spending it with her you know uh, beyond that i don't really have that much time off so one day a week with my other half, an evening a week with my other half, and then every other weekend with my kids. Beyond that, everything I do is devoted to streaming and YouTube, and that's kind of it, you know? And and people might think, well, but you used to work five days a week. But when I worked five days a week, I just split up with my ex-wife. I saw my kids every other weekend, and all I did was work and stream. I did nothing else, you know? Mm. I became a full-time streamer because I was in such a state in my private life that literally all I did was stream and go to sleep and then work and stream. And that was it. I did nothing, you know. <laughs> I can't sustain that forever. It's not going to happen. Not healthy either. No, it's not. Well, it was at the time, though. I, that's something that, that streaming kind of... You, the, the, one of the really cool things about... I don't like the content creation term, but one of the cool things about making YouTube videos or making or doing streams is that sometimes you get messages from people and they're like... Uh, I've been, I've always been a follower, and I was in hospital because of such and such. And but I was able to watch your stream, and and it really helped me through a tough time and stuff. And you, you get messages like that not all the time, but once a once a, a week or once every month or something, you get a message like that, and it really means a lot. But I've kind of done it the same for me too. You know, I was I've been through for some pretty tough times while I've been streaming on Twitch. But my way of dealing it with it wasn't to stop streaming and go away for a week. And my way of dealing with it was to get straight onto stream and get into an escape, if you like, playing in mm. Chernerus and streaming to an audience was an escape from the things that were going on in my own life, if you know what I mean. So mm. uh, it helps. It's therapeutic for me. You know, if I have a bad day out of streaming, doesn't mean I'm going to have a bad day in streaming. You know, I'd, got, being able to go to work to uh, de-stress is actually quite a good thing in some ways. You know? <laughs> yeah. OK, Lafroy Jenkins comes in with not quite the same question as what would make Daisy better. But if you could add any functional item to the game, what would it be? Uh, I'd obviously, outside of functional items, the regular updates is the is the huge one mm -hmm. outside of that. But with regards to functional items, I think DayZ will and probably will for some time suffers from so what now syndrome. You know, you've you've got aspirations when you're a new spawn to get to a certain place on the map to achieve a certain level of gear, and some people have different levels of what's acceptable. You know, for for someone like FT, maybe a shotgun and six rounds is enough for him to be off blitzing around wherever he wants to go. You know, but uh, for somebody else, it might be that they want the best sniper rifle, the best secondary and whatever. But you have aspirations to get to a certain point. And beyond that, there's not as much to do after you've got through the four hours, two hours, six hours of like initial stage of your character. So mm -hmm. functional item, uh, end game stuff, base building, helicopters, things like that. It, it needs more things to do that don't involve just going, going around all the mili military bases, yeah. shooting people. Uh, I love PvP and Daisy, but PvP and Daisy is at its best when you're doing something else and it finds you, yes. not when you go to find it. Yes, couldn't. That, that's more. when PvP is at its best, you know. Mark Knopfler. Oh, yeah, oh, Mark, eh? Mark yeah. Knopfler, did you say? Wasn't yes. he in a band? Yeah, Dire Straits. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how famous you are, mate. <laughs> what are your top three games of all time? Now, I'm going to chuck a caveat on this, excluding Daisy. Okay, well, we already know Daisy would have been number one. Yeah. Uh, from my childhood, I would say uh, games that would be notable that I, I won't put in the top three would be things like... Oh, hang on. 
bit of a firefight here. Oh. Right, okay, I'm just going to do this firefight and talk to you like it's not happening, okay? It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but from when I was a kid, games like uh, Mario Kart 1 and Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 2 were epic games that were really, really, really fun. Uh, and I loved those. They they kind of got me into the, like, the comp- competitive side because I didn't play Mario Kart on the the maps you know i played it around my mate's house on the on the like 1v1s you know with the three balloons and same with street fire and mario kart it got me competitive and those kind of games maybe led into multiplayer games later on so they were amazing i'm in nature and this dude's this dude's gonna have to get deaded i don't know if he's shooting zombies or not but anyway in terms of the top three uh i'm gonna go with just games played in terms of the amount of hours that i must have sunk into them yeah, what they meant to me at the time. So, in third place, I, I had only picked two because I was going to put Daisy number one, but you've just got me doing that. In third place, I'm going to put the original Tomb Raider uh, yep. because it was the that. first game that felt it felt kind of open world in a way that other games didn't. It was an amazing game, uh, the original Tomb Raider. <laughs> uh, I remember playing Tomb, Th- Tomb Raider when it came out, uh, and it was so immersive compared to other games at that time uh that like my sister and my cousin watched me play through the whole thing even though they weren't playing it you know we all yeah. we were all gamers and i'd just bought it and the, we, we kind of did the whole thing and it was just different to anything else at that time so at the time it felt amazing uh number two i have to pick something from the amiga 500 because i played that so much when i was a kid the amiga 500 upgraded with extra ram for all that extra like one frame or something i don't know what it did really but i upgraded the ram uh, and, and the game I'm going to pick is Premier Manager 1, uh, which is a football manager game. I don't really like football manager games anymore. They got too anally retentive, you know. You, so you're like, once, once you start sacking the cleaners and like de- deciding what colour the advertising boards are or whatever, it, it sort of got no, not interesting for me. But when I was a kid, I was massively into football, and Premier Manager 1 just was amazing for me. I used to play through seasons and seasons of it, and uh, the main striker up front was always my full name. <laughs> Because you could change the name, so you could change it to anyone famous, or you could. So I was always up front in whatever team, and I'd take like uh, like some conference team to the Premier League and win the. Do you know what I mean? I used to love it. I used, I used to love that. So, in number two has to be Premier Manager, uh, and outside of Daisy, this is going to be sad for a lot of people. Sad in terms of the choice, but I have to put Call of Duty Four uh, Modern Warfare as number one. No, uh, I'm afraid I have to. The answer, in my opinion, it was a uh, it was a monster of a game. It was a monster of a game, but it. It introduced me to multiplayer games. Before that, before the PlayStation 3, I'd only really played... I had a massive gap where I didn't play games between PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 3. I did have an Xbox, but I didn't really play it. I remember getting Grand Theft Auto 3, maybe, and playing it for about five minutes and thinking, oh, I don't really give a shit. feels like work, and just turned it off, you know. Uh, and, and so I, I, I hadn't played games much at all. Uh, and COD 4 got me into multiplayer games. I'd never really played online before that. And it introduced me to it, and I got absolutely hooked. I started playing in a group of uh, uh, players from the AV forums. It's a website with uh, loads of different things, and you can learn all about different like audio gear, hi-fi gear, TV stuff, and there's a gaming section. And I got in with a group of players there, and we used to play little clan matches and little clan ladders with other people in the forums and stuff. And I got grounded into that, and there was a group of us that played every, every COD for about eight CODs. maybe six we played together all the time like almost every evening that i was playing a video game i'd be playing a different call of duty with the same group of people and having a laugh and a joke and it was really fun you know so 
it introduced me into multiplayer. I guess without that, I maybe wouldn't have ended up doing what I do now. Maybe I don't know. It was it was fun. Too high to be taken cereal. Why don't Ben and Jerry put cookie dough in all their ice cream? I think he's deleted his account, you know, or something. If you go back to that Reddit thing now, it says deleted. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not much of an ice cream eater. I'm a savoury dude, you know. I, 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 I don't mind desserts, but I, I like I like the old school creme brulees. I'm not in. I'm not into <laughs> ice cream. Ain't for me. No, 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 no. Even the Ben and Jerry cookie dough. Well, I, I had like a copy of that from Audi the other day, like some cheap Audi is like a... Like yeah, a, no, we've got Audi here in Australia, so... It's like it's like the best of best supermarkets in the UK, without a shadow of a doubt, but they do all the good stuff. You can get like cans of random and you don't really know what you're buying sometimes, but it's kind of interesting. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, I, I bought their equivalent and I had about half of the pot and then I checked out the thing and the pot had like 1,100 calories in it. I was like, oh, I don't think I want that anymore. I put it back in the freezer. <laughs> uh, ice cream is not... I don't really like it that much. Ice cream's not... In Italy, on the other hand, if you go, like we, I went to Rome last September, the gelato you get in Italy is a little bit different, let's say. So that kind of ice cream, Ben and Jerry's kind of ice cream, if you need to put other things in it, like cookie dough, chances are the ice cream's shit. <laughs> 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 that's, that's my thought, isn't it? You know? Just get nice ice cream, ice cream in the first I, place. I didn't and then think don't... we would go this in-depth into this question. Dude, dude, you know this by now. I'm a streamer. I, I can't use three words when a thousand will do. You have to fill air time, right? <laughs> I can't help it. Everyone's favourite mod, Spaggy, comes in. He wants to know, do you really enjoy substreams? Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. Spaggy has uh, Spaggy has suggested that perhaps I didn't enjoy them once or twice in the, t in the past. On balance, the answer is yes, I do. Uh, the idea of it and, and the... Uh, the, the, the actual process of playing with two random people from the chat uh, once a week uh, opens things up to a new adventures and some of the substreams we've had have made videos and and some of the substreams have been some of the best streams i've had you know ever uh, they've been spaggy really really good with the cows well yeah i i didn't enjoy spaggy's one <laughs> that that made a couple of really nice videos actually and it was it was good but i was that that's the worst 24 hour stream i've ever had like that I just wanted to stop. I've never had that before. I've always been able to do a 24-hour stream, as stupid as they may be. I've always been able to do them and finish them. But that one, uh, about 21 hours, I just wanted to curl up and die. I didn't want to do anymore. I just, uh, and I still did it. So, <laughs> And Spaggy kind of helped me get to the end. But he frustrated me to the end. He didn't help me to the end. He wound me up to the end. That's, that was his plan. He knew he, he knew what he was doing, but it, it, it didn't feel like it was helping me at the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the answer is yes. The honest answer is that occasionally they're more difficult than others, though. Sometimes we've had people that, when they spawn in, they don't know where they are. They they struggle to find out uh, where you are, and then you can't meet up, and it becomes it's very hard. Anyone that's played DayZ, you know, you, you see these things in forums all the time, looking for someone to play DayZ, radi radi ra. A lot of people will have had those experiences where they've agreed. I've done this as well, where they've agreed to play with somebody, and then you work out quickly that they they can't find you, they can't tell you where they are, and you're like. They, they don't even know what town they're in. And then when they tell you where they are, you head that, head that way for half an hour. It turns out they're completely in a different part of the map. And uh, sometimes they're a bit trickier than others. But that's just that's just uh, like a mirror of Daisy. You know, that, that's what Daisy's like. You know, mm -hmm. if you're playing with somebody that's got less experience or can't find where they are on the map, it becomes a bit tricky to meet up. It's part of the game, I suppose. Yeah. Now, Hobbit Triple X comes in with, will you answer my question? Yeah, certainly. Uh, when they say 
it's not the size of the nail it's the hammer behind it that bangs it they're not saying the truth that, that's that's your answer <laughs> mob tech another one of your uh, subs i believe comes in with dear paul when do you think the home of sex patch will be applied and can we meet up in cherno behind the school uh you're breaking a little bit up there but i think i, I think i got there enough to, to know the uh, the question uh we can meet up behind the bike sheds anytime, anytime you want for spooning or anything else. All fine by me. <laughs> but yeah, Get I don't think it requires a patch, you know, it's all fine. Bell Zelga. Now this one he actually uh, sent to me um, in a chat that I was uh, watching just before we started recording. He wants to know when you will finally start paying your mods. Well, I guess if I did have a, a tiered system for mods and, and they got paid what they're worth, Bell Zelga would be pretty low down on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh when when i'm uh when i'm the size of lyric uh, that's not going to happen i don't it's never going to happen there's no one there's no serious answer to that to be serious though for a second mods in twitch is an, is kind of an amazing thing and some of the help that is given to streamers and me and from mods is really really important you know, there are times that twitch chats can get a little bit toxic or a little bit dodgy or a little bit really weird or like borderline just wrong and and mods are really really important so they they are very very much appreciated but they shall never be paid. <laughs> <laughs> we shall rise up with our own union. <laughs> Fair enough. And the last <laughs> question uh, was also sent to me anonymously um, under the time tag, timers matter. Um, and it has been noted that your timer actually sees you jipping your viewers and subs of between 12 to 24 minutes each stream. When will you finally <laughs> fix your broken timer? <laughs> you need to take it up with snares okay i use a bit of software called snares and i think the timer is a visual aid <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know that's timer. a running joke between um, paul and myself his timer oh, skips that's... a second every minute and particularly when he's doing well obviously it's only when he's doing his 12 to 24 hours i can kind of pick up the vibe of when he's starting to get just a little bit salty and that's when i start on the timer issue because it always gets to him every time he promises each and every stream that he's not going to bite and sure enough he still bites every single bloody stream it makes my day I th that is one of my biggest weaknesses in general you know i am i am a biter i'm a like to even to friendly trolls like yourself but i'm a biter to trolls <laughs> and anyone that's watched the stream knows this you know if we if we get a troll in i kind of can't help myself but you to start a conversation with it's them, awesome you know? but but equally that leads to a little bit of a funny five minutes you know if you just ban them it gets rid of trolls right and i'm sure i should have banned you by now but <laughs> uh, if, if you if you ban them you don't get to get that little bit of five minutes out of them and a little bit a little bit of that is kind of fun you know i i don't really like taking the mick out of viewers but people that come in blatantly to troll and they're just looking yeah. for a ban you, you can you can kind of entertain yourself and your stream and 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 so on with that you know when you're streaming the reality is that the biggest joke is you the streamer you know that mm -hmm. people that need maybe not everyone gets it but if you want to be a streamer for any length of time the biggest joke in the stream is you you know you've got to have the piss taken out of you most of the stream that's the way it is right <laughs> yeah. uh, and you need to get that but as long as you're prepared to take it and and sort of give it to yourself occasionally you can have a little bit of fun with the odd person that comes in too it's kind of kind of cool okay so we're into the final questions now mate Apple glitching. Now, you've been very public um, with some very strong views on this. I don't really want to cover that again. You know, that's um, in your Twitter feed. Um, you've talked about it many an occasion. But is there <laughs> anything else that bugs you at the same level as um, the Apple glitching debate? 
and the apple glitch doesn't really bug me that much you know i just don't do it and if i see somebody in the game that's doing it in front of me i kill them you know it's not, to me that's not that big of a deal but when uh, when i see somebody in the game doing the apple glitch and i kill them often it seems to rile certain aspects of the chat and i guess it's just a contentious subject it's not to me but it is to some people because i guess some people watching do the apple glitch you know mm -hmm. i looked into twitch just before this stream for about 20 minutes and i saw a, a partnered streamer that had been not streamed daisy for a while within a minute of me watching they were doing the apple glitch at a tree so i just turned off and went somewhere else you know yeah. uh it's, it's not that big of a deal to me it does everyone has their own morals in the game i'm not trying to preach any morals you know i'm not trying to say you must do this you must do that so much as i am saying this is the way i play you know if if, if anyone in the game had a and if i said tomorrow from now on anyone i see that's wearing a red face mask i'm just going to shoot them that's my way of playing you know there's no wrong or right to it it might not make any sense but that's the point of the game you know i don't particularly like the apple glitch is it that big of a deal no but if I if I kill people in the game because of it, well, who cares, you know? I mean, it's not that big of a deal. The ones that annoy me the most are the things that benefit players, you know? The, the things that give you an edge in PvP that aren't right, they're the ones that bug me the most. So yep. uh, there, there's the, the way you can move a particular way to get, uh, like, no hips way, no no out yeah, of breath yeah, and things like that. So, so you, you can get, like, perfect shooting. And I, and I think we've seen YouTubers in the past actually do tutorials on how to do it and things like that. And I, I, don't, I don't like that. Now... Anyone that's seen that massive long ethics load of crap that I wrote will know that I've used that three or four times ever. Uh, but the whole point of these sort of things is that you you realise perhaps things aren't as right as they might be, and you don't do them anymore. You know, I, uh, I back in the day you used to be able to change the uh, the FOV slider to get much more zoom with a PU scope, and and that was wrong. You know, you could get an unfair advantage. In my very first YouTube video, you can see me doing that. You know, at the time I didn't realise it was wrong. But I learned it was wrong, and then I stopped doing it, you know. And mm. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but the, the SD glitch kind of sucks. Getting killed by that when you know you won't do it kind of sucks. Uh, playing in the dark when you've not upped the gamma and getting killed by someone that can see you when they shouldn't kind of sucks. But hopefully in the long term, these things will be removed. But gaining an unfair advantage in PvP in a permadeath game in general kind of blows because the person that wins gets an empty victory because they've just used a glitch to win yeah. and the person that loses has to spend three hours re respawning relooting and, and i don't know the, the more of those things that get removed in the long term the better how long do you think daisy's going to survive <sighs> i certainly think it will survive way past release uh and i don't i think it will be more popular than it is now for the next several years but i think survival in general is quite a niche market you know there, there aren't any other games that meet what daisy does there's a few that have tried miscreated is really fun in its own way but it's not daisy and when i play it personally i find myself thinking not quite daisy but yeah. uh, i i i don't see it not surviving until something else comes along that's better in this market you know and i don't see it not being a thing that lots of people will play until something comes out by somebody maybe it might be uh the game that zachary was working on that might be might might be better it probably won't be maybe it will who knows but mm -hmm. until something comes out that meets the player base's needs better than daisy daisy will be the game that people play of its type you know it might not have a hundred thousand people playing it on steam but it will keep a loyal player base until something comes along that's better than it you know what advice would you give to people thinking about buying daisy do it why wouldn't you you know <laughs> There's, there's only one thing you need to play DayZ, and that's some patience when you first get it, and some patience when you've been playing it a while, you know. If you've got any kind of patience at all, 
Yeah, well, you, yeah, you do obviously need a PC. <laughs> Assuming you've got the PC, you need you need some patience to play Daisy. But I, I, how can I not recommend it? I've I've bought the game for twenty two pounds or something. I've played it for like eight months of real time. <laughs> All right, it's become my job, and I played it a lot because of that. But nonetheless, I yeah, in terms of entertainment value, next to most things you can do, you know, I don't see a night in the pub against a game that you can play. You know, that, there's not much difference in value. The, yeah. Why wouldn't you buy it? It's an amazing game. In your opinion, is DayZ going to be the game you hoped it would be when you first heard about the standalone project? Uh, well, yes. I, I, I kind of like the, the direction they've gone. I, I guess I'm not a mod player as such. I know some people that came from the mod that kind of look down on people that aren't mod players. Uh, and I, I, I think there's room for everybody in the game, whether you're a mod player or not. And when modding's out, it's better, you know. But... I think the vanilla standalone is going in the right direction. I don't think it should be. Uh, I don't think it should be an out-and-out -out PvP game. The mod was a brilliant game, and I did play it a little bit, but it was very one-dimensional in terms of it being mostly military sim orientated. It's mostly about getting the best sniper rifle and 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 doing particular things and always behaving a certain way. What I like about standalone is that you can be completely random. You can you you don't get the sort of the randomness in can't just wear a load of stupid clothes and go and behave in a stupid way in the mod and not expect to just get shot you know in this sometimes that happens and in sometimes you can have an amazing adventure you know i think it's going the right way yes <laughs> last question mate what can we expect from you in the future what can you expect from me i don't know i i, I feel like i'm a bit of a chancer right I, I, I every day i wake up and think sooner or later people are going to realize that i've kind of lucked my way to this point and i don't really know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have any plans beyond next week. You know. I. I. I kind of enjoy what I do, but I've always kept it really simple. And I think all I've ever done is keep things simple. When I when I was started on YouTube, I had a few things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be completely honest about what happened. So if I did something really good, I would share it. If I did something really terrible, I would share it. You know. My very first video that did well on YouTube was called Hardcore with a Shotgun. And it was just after Electro PvP had come back in and I travelled from Berezino to Electro. I got to Electro, I killed a couple of dudes with a shotgun, it was epic PvP, all good. Most people at the time would probably have ended the video there. <clears throat> after that, I tried to hold up this dude with an M4 and I whiffed two shots with a shotgun and he turned around and shot me. You know, I put that in the video and made myself look like an idiot and I kind of am happy to do that where it suits. You know, If I can make a good video and even if the, even if the subject is me being a dick or being stupid, then that's fine as long as it's entertaining. But I've always just wanted to be honest and open, and I've kind of took that same approach to Twitch. So I just turn up every day and be me, and if that's good enough, great. And if it's not, well, I'll go and get another job, you know. Well, <laughs> so you, just see how it you goes. Look at the um, people who are streaming it. Yeah, there's been a couple of, um, you know, the likes of Lyric and that who've um, uh, seemed to have reinstalled the game and plugged it in, and you know, it's boosted Daisy's numbers up to thirty thousand or so. But in general, mate, you are one of if not the largest DayZ streamer um, consistently at the moment barring probably Bibix Bibix, um, yeah, Bibix, Bibix is, is uh, there, there's a few websites you can go to that ranks them and things and yeah. Bibix is the biggest uh, DayZ streamer but he yeah. he has a, a, he, he has his audience that are massively loyal but he's, a, he's obviously uh, a French speaking streamer I, yeah. I, I wish I spoke French better because I think Bibix is really cool you know I know he has a very uh, a strict view on, on glitches and things like that and I think he plays the game in quite a shooty way uh, which is no problem for me, you know. I could find that entertaining to watch, but I really like the approach he takes with uh, 
with cheats and with glitches and i think he's made youtube videos on his stuff and he seems like a really nice guy even though he has had like stuff on his stream about killing english people in the past and <laughs> how good that was you know yeah. i quite like bibix i've just had a server restart and i'm hitting my changing server button like i'm streaming <laughs> but i'm not anyway the point i was uh, going with though is uh, there's, there's a reason why people watch your stream mate and that's uh yeah you don't have an attitude you play the game like most of us um you probably play a bit better than the average um gamer or viewer who watches you but it's nice seeing someone who still has you know like you just mentioned before with the issue the incident with the shotgun and the guy with the m4 you, you're prepared to show um those silly little interactions that it's not all just about the pvp there's there's more to daisy and i think that's what people enjoy you know you get salty playing the game you get happy playing the game a range of emotions mate i've been a sub of yours since you first got the sub button um i learned along with at the moment 900 other people mate we all love the content that you're creating oh well well i, I, I feel i feel lovely <laughs> i i don't know i it's kind of a weird thing uh, being a streamer and I, I i only just have started feeling like a streamer lately you know I, i've always felt like a youtuber that's streaming and now i feel like a streamer a little bit but it's a very strange thing it, it, it's it's a really cool thing to be but i don't feel like a stereotypical streamer if one thing i am i suppose is i'm, I'm an advert for anyone can do it i suppose if, if somebody wants to do it you know not everybody needs to there's plenty of people watch me that earn loads and loads of money and do amazing things whatever they do like really meaningful things right I, I all i do is play a video game and keep a few hundred people kind of vaguely entertained for a few hours you know but uh, if if people are into daisy and they want to try and be a streamer and there's lots of people trying to be a streamer right now you know if you look at any game there's mm -hmm. there's people with zero one two three views if somebody that's 37 and has not really played pc games until they start playing daisy can start making youtube videos and start becoming a streamer then Certainly anybody that's 20 or 22 or 25 or 40 that wants to, 50 or whatever, you know, anybody that wants to can do it because clearly I, I, I seem to have no obvious skills yet. I've managed to do it. <laughs> so surely any, anybody can. I think that that's kind of cool, you know. I, yeah. Uh, any, anyone can do it. I guess you just the, 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 the thing to do is to just be yourself and you have to be having fun, you know. Daisy's my favourite game. I'm not playing Daisy every day because I have to. It's my favourite game, you know. If, you, if you're not yeah. having fun... It probably won't work out in the stream and, and i guess that's kind of the, the secret I, I first and foremost i'm a daisy fan and i try to just be a daisy fan that plays daisy right yeah and i think that's kind of important and I, I really i struggle a little bit this last question's going on a bit but sometimes i don't go to the reddits as much as i once did and I, there's a bit of animosity towards streamers and i can see where some of that comes from but i feel lucky to be a streamer and I, I just i don't know i just enjoy the game and as long as that's the case hopefully i can keep doing what i'm doing we'll see how it goes fantastic mate look thank you so so much for um being um uh, good enough to do this interview with me today the next interview i'm going to be doing and i'll be putting up the link for that is the man who actually introduced me to you and that's super ft lol um i found his channel before i found yours because you guys were playing together a hell of a lot back then two three years ago yeah well, that's, 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 that's something I, I that's something i haven't mentioned too much actually but uh I, I obviously i talked about frankie but when i was first starting out on youtube and just before ft was my second ever subscriber on youtube i, I subscribed to ft second on on youtube behind frankie so in terms of daisy related stuff he was the second person I found for Daisy behind Frankie. So I probably went on the Reddit or I found him because it came up somewhere in YouTube. And I've been watching YouTube vid videos for ages. And 
I've I've only ever asked to play with a couple of people ever. You know, I never really asked to play with anyone. Uh, I just kind of got to a level and then collabs kind of happened. But I never really looked for collabs except for with FT. <laughs> yeah, his his videos are very very good. Rene's videos are amazing, and I kind of found Rene like one day in a Teamspeak. We ended up talking to each other, but I actually sort of sought out FT and and asked to to collab with him once. Uh, because I was such a huge fan, you know, he, his videos are really, really good. I mean, he He's deserves a lot more, a, a lot more uh, notoriety or a lot more success than he gets. I, I do find that somewhat embarrassing in some ways, you know, in that I, I, I've managed to fluke my way to a certain level on YouTube. I've not got a big channel, but it's bigger than other people that make better videos than me. You know what I mean? Which I guess there is an element to YouTube, which is about impressing your personality into the videos and making people want to watch another one. Maybe I'm good at that. But in terms of making an entertaining Daisy video on standalone, I'd say there's nobody probably better than FT. No, I'd agree. He's an amazing editor. Well, we shall end it on that note. Thank you once again, Paul, for taking this time. Just went uh, probably about an hour and 10 minutes. I think this one went for the longest. Is that long or is that short? No, you're a have a chat, mate. <laughs> you could talk underwater for a mouthful of marbles. I thought I was bad. <laughs> Edit it down to 20 minutes. I think I am meant to be a streamer, not a YouTuber. And I think I should be. <laughs> I can talk shit for England, you know. If ever that, that, yeah, defo. That, that, that's what I'm good at talking bollocks and filling time. No, love your work, mate. Please keep it up. Um, I know your legion of um, fans and subscribers on YouTube and your subs on Twitch. Um, love your content, mate. Love knowing that every week, at some stage, you'll be um, starting up the computer and we'll be able to watch you on your salty man, moaning man adventures. Jeez, <laughs> um, that's something I missed. I didn't put a Carl Pilkington reference into this one. <laughs> oh, jeez, I just did it then. Isn't that good of me? <laughs> but that, nah, love your work, mate. Thank you once again so, so much for taking the time to do this with me. Any no worries, final words fine. from you? Uh, well, good luck with the next one. Uh, I, I think it'll be an interesting one. FT's a really nice and worth guide. Good luck with the series. I think it's a really cool thing. I wish more people would be watching them, but I think they're a good thing to have on your YouTube channel for like posterity. You know, I'm yeah. We we, we I might be off. You know, I, I might I might be off not making videos or not making streams in another year. At least that at least that'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But I, I, good luck with the series. I think it's kind of cool. I think that it's a good idea. Uh, the Daisy community in general is a really nice one. There's uh, certain aspects that aren't so nice. There's certain people, even people making videos that are maybe not as not as good as others. But in general, I'd say that the community is an amazing thing. Uh, and I don't mean my community. I mean the Daisy community in general is really really cool. So good luck. Hope Thank it goes you very well. Very much, mate. Ciao for now. <laughs>